And I've struggled. I've struggled to come up with who to support, if any. So I decided, Louis, I'd put in a phone call to a very balanced, diplomatic, former New Zealand cricket um, international, uh, to help me. To help me with this. Who should I support? So I, I called our dear friend John Mystery Morrison and asked, Can you help me, Mystery? No, I can't help you, I'm afraid, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those wonderful situations um, where you actually want both sides to lose. So ringing me up and asking me which one I favour or how you should like it. Um, I think the Aussies at home, let's face it, are a pain in the neck, aren't they? The media mainly, because they draw drool all over them. You know, Healy and Slater and that mob. You can see the game. You don't have, the, have them at you, but they're all his superheroes. And, you know, they've got into that woman's weekly sort of cycle, haven't they? My dream home or my health scare or my shattered relationship. It's almost like a soap opera. But then again, you turn around on the other side, England. It's very hard to like England at anything, isn't it? I mean, the only saving grace, I suppose, think is they don't have a big O on the front of their shirt Um, and that's even worse (laughs) I know what you mean about the Aussie media that sort of takes me back to the Courier Mail Um, on the opening day of the series a big 12 page special ashes at the gabatoire Poms in fear of present danger as Warney demands Aussies unleash body line well, well they're, they're, I mean, they're desperate. They're, most of them are failing newspapers, Daniel. You've got to remember that. No one reads them anymore. And um, as we can see with most newspapers around the world, and as Trumpy, despite all the cynics about him, fake news is alive and well. Uh-huh. And, and the same here. You know, they, they would love to drum up a controversy. They would love to drum up a body line. Thing. You can't do it these days. You're not allowed to bowl more than two bounces and over anyway. And there, and I mean, there are things called field restrictions too. The leg theory. The leg theory had a bit of, um, well, theory behind it. Yeah, well, well, it was well thought out at the time, back in the 1930s, because they didn't have the rule. You can have as many people fielding behind square um, on the leg side as you like. And now you're only allowed two. So if you bowl down there and you're reasonably quick, there's a fair chance the guy will get to the boundary. So that's put an end to that nonsense. But, of course, you know, media people, this is probably some, um, you know, 21-year-old who's thrown a, an iPad and told to go out and get a story. And he's never been to the cricket before in his life. And, uh, and the editor thinks, how the hell can we get anyone interested? But, yeah, I, I mean, it is funny, isn't it, when you want both sides to lose. But I remember... Back when I was doing radio show, Auckland were playing Canterbury, and uh, a guy rang up. He said, "Look, I've got one. I grew up in Christchurch, uh, and I'm now in Auckland, so I've got a foot in each camp." And I said, "Well, it doesn't leave us a very good view in Wellington, does it?" But um, in cricket, generally speaking, I think the pictures in Australia are pretty fair. But they're becoming a real side that the superheroes at home. And they're very ordinary away. They got a hiding from the Indians, didn't they? Yeah. Now, now the Indians get turned around and they're, they're criticised, abused, to say they doctor the wickets for for their spinners, blah blah blah. The Aussies have been doing that for years. When I was playing and, and Lily and Tomo were around, they sure found their way to the tap. When Warney turned up with his leg spinners and googlies and flippers, suddenly they couldn't find their way to the tap. The pitches were a whole lot drier. 
And and also, I think the machine, although this the ICC sort of umpires and blah blah blah, the fact of the matter is, um, they know if they put their finger up and there's eighty thousand Aussies screaming, they'll be a hero. And if they don't do it, um, I was going to say their house would be in danger down the road, but they live in <laughs> um, they live somewhere else. But uh, I always get the feeling that they get the rubber, the green, the Aussies at home. And then they get a shock when they're worried. Look at the crybabing that went on here when what's-his-name Marsh was given out to uh, Elliot, I think it was. Remember when the one hit the fo- foot? And uh, I think Grant Elliot said, oh, don't you do catches anymore? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I won't be crying in my, in, in my beer um, if either of them lose or even if... Uh, either of them win. Okay, so you, you've outlined those things that make Australia hard to like. So why aren't you on the English bandwagon? Why do you find the English hard to support? Well, uh, Daniel, I thought that would have been pretty obvious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're palms, mate. It's not a good start. And, and you know, we're, they've treated us over the years as sort of the... Uh, the colonials, you know, will give them a game. Like you think back to that, or the book that old uh, Sir Richard just written, The Skipper's Diary. You know, they gave us three-day tests. Very sporting of so, them. Yeah, and, and they're so damn condescending. Who's this gentleman? Where are they from? New Zealand? Where's that? Um, uh, but, yeah, they've learned to their peril that maybe we're not as bad as um, uh, they think. But, yeah, they're very hard to like. And I, I have trouble because... We've just had to put up with a hell of a lot of crap about the English rugby team, haven't we? I mean, they're the world champions, Eddie Jones. I mean, it's a combination of Aussies and English. Um, but uh, I, I say in rugby, and I know you asked me about the cricket, that the team I detest the most is England. And that's quite a big call because there's quite a few people to detest. Aren't there? Well, I would have thought you would have said Canterbury. John, oh, after all these no, years no. of your love and affection that you've shown the Red and Blacks. No, I liked them this year. I, I, I welcomed them to Wellington, and I thoroughly enjoyed the game because the score was 60 points to 14. <laughs> I broke open the Shackleton uh, single. <laughs> all is forgiven. <laughs> That's right. 64 years of memory was wiped in that one stroke of that game. And uh, as I drank my 14th, glass of Shackleton single malt uh, whiskey, I celebrated wildly late into the night. <laughs> John Morrison outlining why we should support neither side, <laughs> it would seem. Uh, someone writes here, 5009, in the Ashes I always support the away team because it's too hard to win away from home. I like that logic. Certainly a little bit more open-minded than our dear old friend. Always balanced. Always diplomatic, John Morrison.